0: Hello. Episode Earl Campbell and Walter Payton. Skull Brothers. Skull Brothers. They both were number thirty four. Thirty four. Episode thirty four. I love the sweetness. Earl Campbell, take her leave, but I love sweetness. I love watching them run over people? Stepping over people, yes.
1: <laughs> freight yeah, train. Free, you, you took the word right out of my mouth, I was going to say. Freight train, for that sure. That was a freight train. Yeah. Two entirely different style runners, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. <clears throat> See, that's where why Barry Sanders was the best. Could do both. Yes, he could. Sweetness
0: and run over people. And he got wasted in Detroit. <laughs> well,
1: haven't we all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. uh. so welcome to episode 34 <laughs> to my left as usual Blatto. hello 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 how you doing uh, i'm doing terrific and to my right is uh the engineering department and uh beer pro, pro- for the night
2: <laughs> okay nah, to that's, to wow uh, you had a rough time with that one didn't you <laughs> dentures are falling out <laughs> yeah, yeah so good uh, to be here yep doing good yeah things are great Except for uh, traffic to get down here, but it's a yeah. whole other story. Yeah, well, that's because sure. you moved
1: so flipping far away. Uh, where
2: there's no traffic. It's Friday, Friday night. night. There's
1: traffic in Poho.
0: Mm, disagree. Yeah. Well, we are all parched, so why don't we jump right into the beer and then we'll cover...
1: All right, well, we'll cover a couple things, but uh, let's make sure we introduce a special guest today.
0: Oh, my faux pas. Uh, no, no,
1: no, no, that's all right. Namaste. Namaste. Um. Sorry. So, uh... Uh, another one of my family members is in town and has uh, graced her, uh, graced us with her presence. And this is Mumi uh, Hello, mumi Welcome. Hello.
3: So thank you. And uh, I think there should be some interesting speaking and some in- interesting drinking.
1: So <laughs> there, there always is. There always is. At least we think so. All right. So to the drinking, um, uh, uh, Nobs, yes. Why don't you uh, introduce what we got?
2: Uh, so this was given to me this week by a dear friend uh name is ron friend and co-worker ron ron
1: uh, shout out to ron yep. thanks hey, so ron. much Thank so this you. is
2: not Ride something himself, we ron. would traditionally have here because it's not michigan uh, but this is a yingling traditional lager nice and it's uh one of his personal favorites he had to go out of state to get it I've so, only heard of this beer, so I'm pretty excited to, to try it out. Yeah, it's more popular over on the East Coast. Uh, what, it's from Pennsylvania, Hutsville, I think it is.
3: And it is a Pennsylvania yes.
1: beer. Moomy is also from Pennsylvania. Yep. Yes. Um, so this was perfect to have yeah. Pennsylvania beer. Yep. Serendipity. Special case. Yes. It works out. That.
2: So, Serenity now. It is, of course, a lager. It says original amber beer. I think it's 4.5%. So... Yeah. yeah. Another yeah, reason why okay. we wouldn't really have it on the show. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm excited to try it. And uh,
0: it's get the oldest opinion.
2: brewery in America, according to
0: the it, list. Yeah, you know, 1829,
1: it says. Yeah. It's
3: it is, um, true. Um,
1: um, uh, uh, <laughs> it's to me, I've always kind of felt like it was a craft just, uh, mm-hmm. brewery, even though they produce way more uh, uh, what's barrels than what would be considered craft. But, you know, I don't know if I would consider them the first craft brewery, but, you know, because they were so limited in their production mm. 20 years ago, that's kind of the way it seemed. And also, I think I've always thought of them as a craft brewery, because I've also spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania, and I like yingling, is the flavor. You know, it, it it is a different flavor than your other large domestic brewers, the Coors, Millers, Budweiser's of the world. So I think it's it, it kind of falls within that craft brewery, even though it isn't. Would you consider Sam Adams
2: a craft brewery? Well,
1: it, in the same way. Like it okay. was, and maybe it's not technically.
2: Because according to this, they make the same amount of barrels per year.
1: year. Yeah, so that I, and that's I would consider them kind of the exact same. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree. All right. All right, so let's give a taste oh. here for those mm-hmm. that haven't had it. Nice so, color. Up. A little amber. amber. A little amber ale.
2: Bottoms up. So this is one of those beers that tastes different when you pour it compared to a bottle. Hmm. First time I had it in a bottle, and it was not great. But in a glass, it's got more flavor than I thought it would have. Um, so it needs a little aeration. Yeah. Yeah. Needs to breathe.
0: Yeah. Uh, Leave it breathe. Fred? Well, my first impression is—is is it? I agree with what you just said about it having a little more flavor than the typical lagers that we're used to from all these high outputs. And it also—the first sip or the first whiff of it—it it almost reminded me of um, one of those beers that we had that were uh, barrel aged. Uh, a bourbon beer. Yeah, a bourbon oh, okay. beer. Kind of hmm. like a, almost like a bourbon. Yeah. Uh, hmm keg taste to it.
1: Are you sure that wasn't my breath? Because <laughs> I, br- drink- I, well, I was drinking bourbon earlier today. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dill came over Bruce and I, I, I owed him a couple of bottles. and so, Dill came by? Yeah. Really? Yeah, to pick up some uh, Heaven's Door uh, Bob Dylan's bourbon and whiskeys and uh-huh. I can't get them here so whenever I'm in Chicago I buy and he asked me to pick up a couple bottles so today he swung by and picked up what I purchased for him. And we did a little tasting between the Tennessee bourbon and the Double Barrel whiskey because there's and there's a third flavor in there too. So we both like the the bourbon better than the whiskey, but they're all good. And it's Bob Dylan, so that's what makes it great. That's why I buy it, right? I don't know. Great right between the ears. <laughs> it tastes like turpentine. Uh, Mumi, any any thoughts on the beer? Uh, tasting it in a more critical way than you might normally.
3: Um, actually, I've had this and. And it's it's in Pottsville, and you're more in country where I came from in uh, Pennsylvania, which is Pennsylvania Dutch, and that's kind of the yingling sound out of that. So I like it, and I'm used to it, and I can drink it.
1: All right. All right. Mm. Uh, One more thing here before we get into the content, Uh, along with the beer. uh, This evening, we had Chinese prior to going on the air. And uh, we have our fortune cookies that uh, I thought we would open up on air, just for just for kicks, just for grins, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> effect sound effects. You know, if that doesn't come out, can you find a sound effect and splice just it in? W- of okay. Of uh, uh, fortune cookie there, knobs. All right, who wants to go? I'll go
0: first because this is so apropos for the show. Okay. You're not going to believe it. It says, your sense of humor is enjoyed by all.
1: Well, hey, <laughs> bottoms, up. hey <laughs> bottoms up.
0: We know that's not the case.
1: But well, bottoms up, bottoms up. My, mine is equally as appropriate.
0: And, Is it as equally absurd?
1: Uh, no, because I imagine that there's listeners out there that probably are going to agree with this wholeheartedly. Uh, you are soon going to change your present line of work.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope it's very broad.
1: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe podcasting isn't my calling. <laughs>
3: uh, well, Boomy, what do you got? Mine says... Someone dear to you will be visiting you soon.
1: Oh, that's so, well, that's
3: kind of I'm visiting, instead. right? That's, that's so, uh, you know, the have, Chinese kind of you know. It's really backwards. close. That's, that's really close. close. So when, yeah, good enough.
2: <laughs> right. Well, mine says you love peace. Cake. Nope. Just just peace. <laughs> <laughs> just I guess I was, maybe peace and quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you
0: are you just to stretch us out a little bit? Are you guys familiar with the? a Chinese fortune cookie thing where you're supposed to read your fortune and then say in, in bed, bed at yes. the end. Yeah,
3: no, I don't
0: know You've that. never heard of it? Well,
1: <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, it, it makes things funnier usually. Right, try, oh, try oh, in right. right, In bed,
1: I'm not yeah. sure about. I, you
0: know, I don't right.
3: know about me. Then somebody would be visiting me <laughs> in
1: bed. <laughs> in in bed. bed, see, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you are going. Uh, you are soon going to change your present line of work in bed. <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> I mean, maybe you, your you sense, sense teams, of humor right. is enjoyed by all in oh, bed.
3: There you go.
0: <laughs> so, anyways. No,
3: I've never heard that. That's really, funny.
0: I thought everybody. I thought everybody mm-hmm. heard of that too. That's where you sit around and giggle as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Or adult. Or adult. All
1: right, we got any facts? Yeah, we do, actually. Uh, We were stumped last week. We were talking um, about, uh, well, it was the Epstein thing, right? And then somehow or another that led to other people being killed. And uh, so I, I, I forget exactly how we got there, but we couldn't think of the very sensationalized uh, murder and trial that took place in Northern California a couple of years ago and it was Scott Peterson and oh, Lacey. Oh, Yes. And, and and she was with Child at the time. Yep. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, so they, they, just to clear that out, you know, again, we always think we have like listeners out there that are like, Scott Peterson because we yeah, can't sure. think of it, you know, so so it's, it's not really a fact check, it's more of a, a clarification or whatever. The other one we talked about, um, Uh, was uh, we were talking about the BDS movement uh, boycott, divestiture and sanctions against Israel and that led us into this conversation of is Israel a secular state because you know there's this democracy but it's primarily Jewish you know whatever percent is Um, and it kind of got me wondering about that and As with so many things, especially those things that you wonder about, it's complicated. (laughs) It is supposed to be secular, uh, but it is not. And it is not from the original uh, establishment of Israel, because they appointed very religious leaders into the cabinet post or into the post that whatever runs the, the government there. So... It should be more secular, but it isn't. But everybody's okay with it. So it is a secular state technically, uh, but it really does operate in many ways on behalf of uh, Judaism. They don't Mm -hmm. quite
0: have that church and uh, separation thing.
1: Right. I don't believe that that is part of their constitution or whatever they have. Um, But uh, they talk about um, uh, the, um, the Zionists were the folks that were kind of put into the, the the governmental position. So I thought it was kind of interesting, and there's lots to read about it. And that's why I'm probably not articulating it as well as I could have, because it wasn't just like, oh, here's the bullet point, now I understand yeah, it. It's not very cut and dry. No, not at all, not at all. Um, you know, yep. should it be, I guess. But anyway, so those were the two fact checks uh, from from last week that I that I had. and. Uh, I encourage everybody to do some more reading about it. And I thought it was very interesting, you know, as to whether or not um, Israel is...
3: Uh, well, Israel, Israel really made a huge change, you know, from 1945 when all the people from, um, you know, the war-torn countries mm-hmm. fled into that. And and so what maybe was supposed to be Israel changed quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit after. And then what was it, the the... The seven-day war, five-day war, um, in around the 60s. Uh, I think
1: it might have been the six-day war. <laughs> well, five, so six. It, I think, uh, you
3: know. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think even that showed um, Israel's different. They aren't like they were going to be, where they just lay down and take what comes to them. They're now going to fight for what they want. So they, they, for a short, I mean, for a short amount of time that they have been, Israel. I mean, it, it is amazing what they've done.
1: There's even a term called secular Jews. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I would believe that.
1: Secular Jews make up 41 percent of the <laughs> Jewish population in Israel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay, it's even more confusing now. <laughs> All right. So let's let's move on. Uh, we we do have a, a, a special guest uh, showing up uh, to the One Shot Studios uh, in a few minutes here, but. Um, I thought we'd at least kind of maybe, I don't know, you know, what's what's the the, the freak posturousness of of this week, right? Of this week in politics, politics yeah. du jour. Yep, both barrels were loaded this <laughs> week for us. You know, one of my favorite <clears throat> memes of the week was something to the effect of, you know, if 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 now wasn't the time to use the twenty fifth amendment, what was, right? I mean. Mm-mm. You, you know, it, it, off the rails. He was off the rails this week. I mean, I I, I can't explain it. He is still off.
0: Yeah, no, and, and he was only he's only ramping up to go over to France. <laughs> Imagine the. <laughs> well, shit I think he's going to
1: cancel that.
0: He's not going. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if he cancels. Well, I know he doesn't want to go. Right. The only thing he wanted to do was to meet up with a, as a boho. Who no, Bo Joe,
1: Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that was the only thing he was looking forward to and everything else. He didn't want nothing to do with Amazon burning. He doesn't want anything to do with climate change. He wants nothing to do with the Paris Peace Accords. And
1: it right. goes on and on. He
0: wants nothing to do.
1: Right. Oh, but he does want to pull Russia yeah. back. He there. probably yeah. was actually pretty happy when he first heard about Amazon burning. Yeah. Because of Be- right. Bezos, right? He probably thought it was Bezos's company. You know, finally, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only. Am- He's probably wondering why is there a jungle named after a uh, online seller?
3: Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, you know, after he did the whole thing about saying he was the coming or he was the the chosen, chosen the one, chosen, then they had psych, yeah, psychiatrist on. Who was saying anybody else who wa- had walked in to say a hospital and they had talked to him, they said he would have been admitted right away for what he was saying.
1: You know, early early on in his presidency and through his candidacy, the the professionals, you know, the mental health professionals really tried to stay away from you know diagnosing him mm-hmm. through television, right? They didn't feel like that was right. There was even part of a part of their decree, their um, uh, their oath, oath that says that you really can't, you know, diagnose people unless they go through full diagnosis. But I'm seeing that being broken mm-hmm. all the time now, uh, of professionals, you know, on TV and on uh, in writing, saying this man really has a problem. You oh, yeah. know? he's he's not. Yeah, and, and not all there. I think I think uh, I don't know. Maybe it was you and I, Fred. Maybe uh, somebody else. I was talking on the phone earlier in the week and. If it was another president that said, I'm the chosen one, and then looked towards the heavens, you could kind of see it, maybe he was just trying to be funny. Like, you know, with another person, you know, even you could even take it as being, you know, self-deprecating to a certain extent, like Mm -hmm. being sarcastic towards yourself. And he may have even meant it that way, but not with his history. That's the problem, right? I mean, his history is such. So you always got to apply the person to the act. And... You know, it doesn't come across that way. He yeah, because j- yeah. when
0: I first heard, heard him say it for a quick flash, I thought to give him the benefit of the doubt because he said I'm the chosen one. He goes, somebody had to do it or I did it or something like that. And for a second, I kind of gave him the, you know, the shadow of the doubt kind of thing. Yeah. But then I, that exact thought and uh, train of thought went through my head. So like, no, he meant that. That's right. him unfiltered. That's how he Well, feels. he
1: also took quotes from this wackadoo Wayne Allen Root, who said all these crazy things on his radio show about him being the second coming and yeah. all of this. And then he regurgitated those. And that's where what he, doing what he does very well is that plausible deniability where he just I heard someone say and then he just re, you know, you know, requotes it, right? So, sure, he's heard someone say it. But, again, when you look at this madman, he's saying it because he liked it. You know? Mm-hmm. Other people, even if you weren't believing it, if someone called me the second coming, I would be like, whoa, no, right? What?
2: It's you, you crazy talk.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've already been told i got to find another line of work. <laughs> <laughs> you handle one thing at a time.
3: <laughs> do you know what I thought when I heard it? Oh, Saturday Night Live will have the best skit ever.
1: Yeah. You you know, I don't even know how they parody anymore. Oh, my God. You know, know, their writers are, you know, know, we worry about things getting old on this show if it's three days later. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because things happen so fast. I mean, how long ago was it that he tried to buy Greenland? Just a few days ago. (laughs) Four days or
3: five days. And, And it's not even in the news anymore, right? Right. Because it's absurd.
1: You know, it's it was absurd on every level. But really, what to me again, this shows is that the incompetence of this administration. I mean, if they really wanted to have a conversation about purchasing Greenland or having a greater stake as a as a as a partner, let's say, even you know something watered down, you don't tweet it. You don't listen to Tom Cotton, right? You. You you have you know my peeps will call your peeps, and then you know, we're gonna get together and talk, and then you know, we'll, you, you, know, know you you do it in a way that is uh, with uh, diplomacy and state and all of that. that. I is, have,
2: I expect to start as a joke. Yeah, I think someone well, in the it, White House just said is like, a, hey, maybe we'll buy Greenland."
3: I, I think you And you're
1: it's a right. uh, De- well, we, we will do that? Tom Cotton has come out and said he, he was the one that planted the idea. <laughs> okay. Now I'm wondering if Tom Cotton is running cover. Mm, you know that, you know, yeah. trying to run some cover uh, and you know, saying that this was his idea and not Trump's. But how this thing was originally leaked, and then I didn't even know that he had an upcoming visit with the the, the it, Danish it's, Prime it's Minister the
2: escalation of this whole thing. And then
1: just, all of a sudden crazy. You find out, oh wait, a minute, he's supposed to meet and then he cancels. so then it's like, you know what? I think he really wanted to have this meeting. To try to buy it. To to try and offer something for Greenland.
3: When I said he doesn't uh, pay
1: his contractors.
3: When I said absurd, that's because that's the word that the Danish um, what was she prime minister. Prime minister, prime minister. used, yeah. and he took big umrich to that. Did yeah. she? He called have, her nasty.
0: Yeah. Because then he goes he right to nasty. nasty. She he loves nasty. Oh, uh, when it that's comes to his women, misogynistic.
1: Yes. Yeah. Go to. Yeah. He he calls them nasty. Yeah. You know. Uh, this, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going back to the other absurd thing about his...
0: Can I add one yeah. thing? Yeah, it, of course. Something that Moomy said made me think of something. I'm, I was listening to the radio this morning, and back to the I am the chosen one thing. That's what I was
1: going to go back to, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought
0: you were going in a different direction. No. But they, they proposed it as, what if you are in the airport and you're about to get on an airliner and you hear... The captain of the airliner say, "I am the chosen one. I am the king of the Jews." Would you get on the plane? And, and I thought about it. I said, "Hell to the no!" But yet, he's, he's, he's this flying is this plane. Accept, this is
1: acceptable. He's flying this plane right now. Did not yeah. Any
0: Republicans calling him out on these comments?
1: I haven't heard any. I have. Well, you know, that is that was the second thing that he said regarding Jewish faith. But then there was the stuff about he said being disloyal. Oh yeah, that was really bad. And and I remember reading a Breitbart article by Pollock, who was a, a Jewish guy, and he's trying to defend it, and he's writing this big article about, you know, again just bashing liberalism and Democrats, right? Which is what Trump kind of attempted to do, right? But then he says, "I wouldn't have chosen words like disloyal and." Um, he called them uninformed. Um, or- yeah. And, and, and there's the like, well, but used. those are the words that he chose. So you, you're, you're writing this article to try and defend what he said, but then you're completely contradicting right. what well, he said by saying that, he shouldn't have chose these words. That gets
0: back to how they always try and tell you what he really meant to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I wrote. I, I put some comments in there about. They always are, know, are reinterpreting. For the, the guy who's supposed to say what he means. Right. We yeah. love Trump because he just tells it like it is. Let me explain to you what He has what good it is. words.
0: He has good words. The best words. In a good brain.
1: But there was something about that incident, <laughs> besides words. being its own anti-Semitism and, and and kind of what it means to be a, a Jew in America is that many people feel like you're less than American, that if you're Jewish, you really belong to Israel. And I don't think Jewish Americans feel that way. And this is what the problem is. And... Um, uh, Chris Hayes ran a segment on his show, and no one had ever pointed this out before because these were takes from one was a campaign stop and something was while he was president, I believe, of him talking to one of the American Jewish community. Oh, I've, I'd heard that before. Mm-hmm. And he I says, you're and he and he says to them, "Your prime minister, yes, Netanyahu." And I'm like, holy mackerel! He really doesn't believe that these people are American. You're a prime minister, yep. and he says it several times. Think about that for a second. Now, right. I see you get that. Per- it kind of melted my brain for half a second. Right, right, right. Yep. They don't have a prime minister; They're, they have a president. You know, and and that's the way. So that, to me, that's the tell-all. That's how he really sees uh, Jewish Americans, mm-hmm. and that's where the that's one of the big tropes of anti-Semitism, right there. Yeah. Because
0: his his whole way of thinking is that they actually should have loyalty to a country they don't even live in
1: and may a, never have may yes. never have and have no affiliation other than a religion.
0: Well, you, you're you Italian, right? Do, do you feel loyal to Italy with elections and stuff like that? No?
3: <laughs> I, I
1: know. I, I wanted to say something in Italian. But I, but I, uh, buongiorno. Uh, capisce? Monge- no, capisce. Uh, capisce italiano, you know? <laughs> Salute. Meet the ball.
3: That was the better one, meet the ball.
0: But, I mean, it, it's like the interpretation of those people that uh. they, they have to have this loyalty back to Israel, even though they may not have his
1: anything in his common with definition it connection to it. His definition of American is so narrow. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, we, and and yet he's president. Yep. Ah. All right. So have we gotten that off our test? Of do, do we do we yeah. do we think we, you know should we should we should we ring uh, uh, Hans in the green room and send in our special guests? Are you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> Hums. <laughs> Hums. 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 Let's he, just make sure he, 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 he entertains our <laughs> guests in the green room.
0: Hums. Let's see. Was there anything else really wacky that's worth mentioning? Maybe one more. Uh,
1: Something I I, I, I I thought going back to the to the uh, disloyal one, but they You know. Uh, you know what? His, his uh, flip flop on background checks. I don't believe in the slippery slope. We can't go down the slippery slope. (laughs) Those were two days apart. Yep. Yep. Just words just like that. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not far. No, you're not far. I don't believe in the slippery slope.
0: We can't go down the slippery slope. All it took was a couple of phone calls from Wayne and a little lunch, and here we are back in the beginning. Yeah. Rubbish. So, yeah, get the guy from the green room. All right. (laughs) I think
1: we're ready. Joining us now is... uh, uh, a friend of ours but uh, a good friend of ours good, uh, but he's also a local politician uh, Bill Shoemaker city councilman for the city of Roseville, Michigan uh, uh, Bill, we'll get you set up with a beer here so uh, uh, Fred, do you mind pouring him a, a yingling and, and we'll get his uh, get his opinion on it so you can get caught up Have you got a yingling before?
4: Yes, I have yeah. it's, I do like yingling
1: Yingling is a beer. I didn't say this when we were doing our reviews, but Yingling is a beer that I will order. Like I, Mm -hmm. when when if when part of the for me, um, um, measurement or the for me, you know, is is would I order again? System. Yes, I have definitely ordered Yingling many many times. So it is. Um, So very very quick before I get into your background uh, there, Bill. um, uh, What we're going to be attempting to do in a series of upcoming uh, episodes is to bring on local politicians and discuss with them kind of if they want to talk about their city issues that's great you know uh, you know specific uh, things that they're dealing with within their communities but in the larger scope um, we kind of want to tap your uh, brain on what it's like to be a politician in the world of Trump, because there used to be a, a slogan back, I think, you know, maybe three election cycles ago or two election cycles ago, that said all politics are local, and and that was the that was the saying that even if you were running for senator, you had to be local to your politics. I kind of feel like that has flipped that all politics are national now. And even the city councilman of a Detroit suburb is questioned on how uh, he feels or what his positions are on the national issues that are, uh, you know, footballed around every day on CNN and MSNBC. So that's kind of what we hope to do with Bill today, as well as future politicians in other episodes. Um, before we get into all that stuff though uh the beer what do you, you, you get a taste you, yes you i did you had
4: it? i just had a couple of sips and it's I, I do enjoy this beer it has some flavor to it it's not a real strong craft beer
2: mm-hmm.
4: but unfortunately i'm not a big um enthusiast of craft so I, I i enjoy this i'm more of a bud light Michelob ultra but i do enjoy a occasional craft beer and i, I think this tastes smooth yeah This will be your last time here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one's voting for you here. <laughs> I, don't so, think, I don't think <laughs> i Take your dangling and go. Um, <laughs> no, yes. Leave the beer.
4: <laughs> what a creep. Leave the beer. <laughs> I'm uh, just being honest. And, yeah. <laughs> um, really? <Yes>. really? <laughs> you heard me laugh. <laughs> you heard me laugh. <laughs> uh, slap your knees, guys.
1: That's the one thing we don't expect from you,
4: Bill. Um, and. But first of all, thanks, Pottoms Up, for having me today. This is, this is See, an he's honor so
1: here. good. I knew we had him on for a reason. Yes. Yeah. And Hans took
4: good care of me. So. <laughs> in, the, in the green room. In the green room, yes. So did you give you some of those Andy's mints? I love those. Actually, I had a, a chocolate <laughs> chip cookie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, think some, it didn't, I, I didn't, have, I I didn't talk get any of that. <laughs> <Not, laughs> stale know. fortune <laughs>
0: cookies.
4: <laughs> Where's those cookies? Hans, oh, Hans. Uh, Everything's good. But I, I did listen to what you said, and uh, Actually, for me, I do mostly focus on the local, but obviously the national atmosphere does come upon us as well, especially in how divided it is
1: amongst people, even in Roseville. Well, I think Roseville is a perfect example of the division, right? I mean, yes. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, Roseville is located in Macomb County. Macomb County, what? Go ahead. Macomb County. <laughs> Are there snakes in Macomb <laughs> County? Other than city councilmen? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but um, but and Macomb County was vitally important to Trump winning Michigan and then, of course, winning the election. So, you know, it's kind of a um, it's a it's a blue collar county. Roseville is almost the county seat of blue collarism there. Right. I mean, at least right. it was. And it's it's w- where we were both raised, so correct. You know, uh, and Fred as well. Knobs um, M- uh, somewhere else. Yeah, no. Nope. His dad, <laughs> his dad was Roswellian. <laughs> Bray Plicken. Oh, yep, that's okay. true. Yep. he uh, was a uh, Bray right, right. He was a cougar, uh, and and Moomie as well lived in. Yeah, yeah Roseville. And it was in fact uh, kind of active in some some yes. local politics yes. back yes. in the day. Yes. Yep. Yeah. School board, right? Yes. That's right. Well, Roseville
4: has a population of almost forty-eight thousand, in... And it's always been no more of a Democratic city for sure. And almost, anyway, Hoover's around the 60% range in Roseville. 60% Democrat? Yes.
1: But yet, do you know, we know Macomb switched Trump. Do, we know, do you know Roseville? It just came close, real close. So, so there, were, uh, there had to be a lot of Democrats
4: that switched. Yeah, back many years ago, we used to have the Reagan Democrats. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we definitely got the Trump Democrats or even people switching over to the Republican Party now in Roseville. It's just working out that way.
1: Um, you know, uh, in, in the upcoming election, I've heard a lot of people kind of, you know, a lot of analysis, right? Mm-hmm. And some people think that that the number of people that switched from Obama to Trump wasn't really that great. It was just about turnout. So, okay. you know, maybe, you know, if, if Roseville and Macomb County went Trump, was it because there was an enthusiasm gap there for, for Democrats? And, you know, you'd have to really start digging into the numbers to say, okay, they just had more Republicans and Trumpsters come out and vote, not that people have switched.
4: Do you, do you follow me, Fred?
1: Yeah.
4: It's probably more in those lines, but I, I do see personally in my community that actually people of our age, men— few of them have, they're switching over to the Republicans saying the Democrat party has failed them. This is what I hear out there. And two, yeah. I'm still a member of St. Peel Catholic Church and a lot, of the, a lot of the Catholic members are all switching over to Republican. And it's kind of surprising because that was, you know, Catholic was a pretty strong Democrat
1: foothold for a while there. So what uh, to talk about the, the constituency for, for a little bit longer, what do you think it takes to bring them back I mean are they well I, what caused them to change might be a
0: first question if he if you because they were in.
1: racist well
0: <laughs> okay
4: of course I won't say that I know sorry sorry Bill. I, I, I said
1: I wouldn't do things like that no that's all right it's, it's your nature
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't change uh, I think the, the past economy has a little bit to do with it and for some people I think um I think with the um, the Christian group I think the I think Democrats have moved more pro-choice so I think those two things have a little but, bit of an know, impact. That, I'm not saying a major impact but I think it's playing no I think
1: there's you can find probably examples in terms of individual voters for all those reasons right correct I mean the, the, the pro-choice pro life thing that that always bothers me because you're voting for a candidates in totality and not just one issues um, are one issue, but but right. there are those that it does come down to one issue. But if it was just one issue all along, then they would have been Republican. And they wouldn't have been Democrats anyway. So, you know, I, I I almost have to just disregard the one issue voter. That one issue being, uh, you know, abortion rights. So, so I guess it's more complicated
4: know. why people, I see people switching in Roseville.
3: Well, the the economy. You know, I wondered about that because uh, since I don't live in this state anymore, but I kind of hear things and so forth. Has it made any big difference to Michigan? The economy, has it really changed or is it even worse?
4: Um, my background is, besides being a, my political position as a board member, I meet twice a month and I sell real estate full-time.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I can tell you in that industry, it's been a, a good, a, a great improvement over the last few years. Um, I my I see it as an has been improved. Doesn't mean it wasn't just a test of time, it was going to happen anyways, but I I definitely see an improvement in the county. But economy. I know
3: there's been a big t- turn, yeah turn down in manufacturing, so that could really hurt Michigan.
4: Manufacturing in Roseville has picked up. Our um, industrial district is full, or not full, but it's mm-hmm. there's, it's not that okay. many vacancies in our industrial buildings now. There's some sections, but uh, we've gotten more involved. And in, well, partly because in Macomb County, our um, uh, county executive Mark Cackle, made a big push toward. Um, we um, army or um, government accounts, and we're doing a lot more work in that field as well.
3: Oh, okay. And they
4: got the money, <laughs> and some of it's coming. And, some, and a lot of the auto industry is coming back because it's local, and it, you can get the parts faster. And okay. And, the, and because the crash of the economy, some of the industrial buildings have come down in price. Unfortunately, the pay for many union workers are not as high, so right. they're competing with
3: okay.
1: overseas now.
3: That was a good so, answer.
1: Well, do Do you um, I mean. Do you, do you look at like, you know, the microcosm of the Roseville economy in, in your position as a city councilman? I mean, it, do you get enough data to say, okay, you know, the the GDP of Roseville is is increased, you know, you know, four percent or or down, you know, a percent over a period of time? We don't get as much as I like. The
4: reason I am a little bit more up on it right now is because I'm a proponent of um, Roseville taking advantage of the medical marijuana business. Mm-hmm. So. I'm paying attention to the industrial area because that's where we target for green zones.
1: Yep, Yeah. So
4: as a politician that cares about the community and took time to look at it, I drive through these um, districts, and they're
1: running pretty well right now. Now, you're a proponent of that, um, I'm assuming mainly for the tax revenue that it brings into the city.
4: Well, that's that's no, I, that's a great reason, but there's also great... Um, benefits health-wise, because we're talking about medical right now.
1: Right, but that but that's still available. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying bringing it into your Oh, city. to bring it into it, yes. Bring it in, I mean, I'm not asking you for your Well, know, exce- I, well I, I, access,
4: I, you know, the other communities have gotten involved with the medical marijuana business, but probably... Well, it's uh,
1: recreational now in Michigan,
4: just so people know, but... Correct, but recreational won't become a reality the next year because the legislator is still trying to work oh on it. Oh, my auto. God,
1: they're dragging their feet like crazy. It's yeah.
4: Uh, but, but, yeah, the yeah. revenue is definitely the main reason. Roseville's... Um, losing a few bucks every year on um, medical costs right now, we're self-insured and we're we're losing money. We need we need we need revenue, or we need to eventually raise some raise some taxes. Unfortunately, and we don't like to say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 you, do you want do you want an option to rewind? <laughs> <laughs> rewind. <laughs> well, how about our damn roads? You know. <laughs> well, you, you know, it, it's funny. Um, it, it seems to me that they are fixing a lot of roads right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know whether or not it's a direct result of the campaign promises made by the governor and and you know the, the trickle down into other pol- um, local politics and municipalities. Mm-hmm. But there's hardly a road going on right now in the you know uh, Oakland Macomb area that isn't under construction. Under construction. Oh. I mean the side streets. I still want to see improvement on the side streets. Right. But you know the the surface roads, uh, they're. I see a lot of construction, and I seventy five is getting completely, you know, overhauled.
4: You, you just mentioned side streets, so that's the illusion. The cities are responsible for side streets, and the county and the states responsible for the, the, main highways. So many of the cities are still way behind on keeping up their infrastructure. Yeah. And Roosevelt, I mean, we're doing the best we can. We're taking advantage of grant money and, um, trying to spend about a million dollars a year on roads, but. We're far behind as far as our maintenance plan.
1: Yeah, a
4: million dollars seems like a lot of money for Roseville. A million dollars will do about three quarters of a mile of a road. That's it. Three quarters of a mile. Maybe a, a mile bucks. depends if it's a side street or a highway. Yeah, that's a, that's an insane amount of money. It seems like. Yeah, and then, then you have a road where you have to keep open while you're doing construction. The cost just increases. Yeah. The, there's, the there's So definitely. what's the what's the budget? For what Roseville? Yeah, uh, we our
1: budget is just under forty-three million dollars. Um. So you, you mentioned it was like 48,000 people. So is it typical to be like a, a million per person? No, no. I, I no, mean, no, that's a no, good question. I don't, I don't have that. Stack. Like if I was to just guess what but the... Most what, cities have an operating and then... We, you know, like if I was to look at Troy and say, okay, uh, Troy has probably closer to 80,000 people. Does it they have an $80 million budget or do they have something much higher than the that? The older communities have higher millage rates because
4: we don't have as much growth. We have more expenses on police and fire. The infrastructures are aging. So, unfortunately, the burden on the taxpayers is a higher millage. Um, The fallacy out there is Roseville's low taxes, but it's lower taxes because the value of the homes are lower. But if you do the millage rate multiplier, it's... By square foot, say. You know, we're like 53 mills, county, everything. And then you go up to Shelby Township, and they're like in the high 30s. I see. That's interesting. But they have... You go north, Macomb County. You got Macomb County Sheriff. You got um, Public Safety.
1: Never thought about it that way. Yeah.
4: The costs go up for the small, the cities that are closer to the um, outer ring of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. We've been here longer. We have more cost. Another bad thing to say. Rewind. (laughs) Legacy. (laughs) Legacy costs is a big expense too. Like pensions. Pensions and healthcare. Yeah. Retiree healthcare.
1: But every city has that, right?
4: Yes, but we have larger numbers of people that are retired we're decreasing the amount people are getting paid when they come in as an entry worker're so not putting as much into the pensions it does save on health care we got different alternatives there but it's because it's an aging population dead. So, yes you said it was forty-eight thousand? Two 2010 ten 2010 census mm. census three hundred and something I could have swore when we were kids
0: it was like 65. 70000 What Was there some kind of flight out of the city? Oh.
1: No, I, I, I don't know. I left. You left.
4: <laughs> Larger families. That you was your story. Hold on. You left. Yeah. I
1: left. Persons per household has decreased. So, now, did your dad leave, Rose? <laughs> oh, yeah. You see? Where'd
4: all my friends go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but So in our pool, yeah. uh, you're like 80% flight, yeah.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't call it a flight. I think it's... Um, but there's there has been a... Obviously, people are looking for larger homes, which Roseville has a limited inventory of. You don't have acreage, you don't have lakes, and as people uh, mature and accumulate more wealth, they, they look for other places to live. And certainly don't want to take a knock on our schools, but our schools do try hard, but our, our school district's not the strongest in the area either, and people want better schools, they move to different areas.
1: Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's e- even if you have money, that's a challenge to fix, it seems like. From what I've read about, you know, like, you know, Detroit schools, you know, money is a big, puts you on the path to a solution, mm-hmm. but a lot of other things still have to be put in place, right? You know, the stewards of the money, how it's, you know, used, to, you know, you need smart people, and it's still not easy to, to bring up your school uh, um, ratings.
4: Yeah, your it, education it's definitely rates. difficult. Yeah, really difficult. It takes a
2: lot of time too. I yeah. think
4: the top fifteen schools in Michigan the only one that even the only area to even hit the top fifteen was Gross Point schools. A recent poll that came out. They're you know they're all worth what they are, but yeah, but it's, it's difficult.
3: Are, are yeah. the schools funded by um, uh, your um, property taxes? Yes. Is yes.
4: It? The portion so, does come out.
3: So then Gross Point has more money. coming Well,
4: they, they also get the so many dollars per student, too. From the state. Dang. Yes. Okay. It's a mix. That's probably a larger por- proponent oh, it? of it, really. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that changed. It used to be almost 100% mm-hmm. property taxes, yeah. um, but mm. but that has changed in Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago, maybe. And I don't have all the details on yeah, that, but... Ten, 10 or 20 years ago, it started to change, because I started looking into it myself when I was mm-hmm. trying to do some research, research about uh, dollars per pupil in Detroit uh, proper mm-hmm. and how it compared to... Um, dollars per pupil in other states, and and the difference wasn't as great as what I thought, and, and that's why I said you know the, the money is not always just the the fix. Yeah, the
3: school, the the whole United States is that way though. I mean, mostly everybody is mostly, supply. and so therefore, if your house is worth less and your children go to that school, they get less. It's, it's a cycle. It, it's a thing that I, like it's been my stomping thing because I can't stand it. No, you right. If your kid lives in Alabama and can barely get books, but the kid who lives in Grosse Point or yeah. Yardley Granted's or whatever. Connecticut. Right. Then yes. they get top dollar or... Council Rock, where grandchildren go, yep. you know, get top dollar. So. Well, another
0: thing I heard is that Betsy DeVos hates Roseville, Michigan. <laughs> so they, well, they got that Betsy going DeVos against Betsy DeVos hates, well. hates, hates, hates
1: children, yes. you know, hates <laughs> education. She hates children, which is why she's perfect she, for that she job. She tries cooking them in a big Yeah, <laughs> uh, And she's from Michigan, right? I mean, uh, so we, we know what we're speaking of. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, do, do you, I mean... You know, it's it's funny because I do want to bring this back up to the national level, right? And and Fred mentioned Betsy DeVos. Um, How much does, like, yeah, now that one I get. (laughs) How how much, (laughs) how much does, uh, like, um, do the education policies of the federal government seem to impact places like Roseville? Like, I can talk about all the deplorable things that her department's doing, but do do, do you, as a local politician, concern yourself with that?
4: Yeah, to be honest, the Roseville City Council and the Roseville Schools have a great relationship, but we pretty much take care of our own entities, so I don't have a lot of knowledge on that.
3: Can I say, I won't know about Roseville, but if... I know anything about that kind of thing is in um, the city that I come from. It, one school there has an enormous um, second language population. This federal government mandates that you have teachers. To teach that second language. And even if you don't have the money, you have got to get it somewhere, so it comes out of whatever else the kids get, and I think that's all over the United States.
4: Yeah, we don't have that situation. Charter schools make a small play in our community.
1: Do you have charter schools in Russell? Yes, we have.
3: You don't have second-language kids here much?
1: Not many. No, No, not many. No, not many at all, so it's not an issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I...
4: I it's trying, trying to Mom keep money. it white as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee.
3: There's
0: the that, okay. that'll lead into something else. It's not uh, meant we meant we have integrated
1: bad. schools. We're good. <laughs> uh, it's more integrated than when I was there.
4: Yes, it's, we. In fact, people talk about that numbers are increasing on integration in Roseville. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but but uh, Fred, what you just brought up, um, it's a Michigan thing, right? It I is. mean, but it's a but it's a, it, it's a it's a it's a Global. Th- I mean, it's a it's a U.S. thing. It's not. It happened in Michigan, but what you were talking about was this person that's running for something in Mar- S- Marysville, Marysville, Michigan. Marysville
2: City Council.
1: hmm Um, and she was asked a question about diversity, and she said that you know she's in favor of keeping Marysville as white as possible. Uh, you know, it, it's it's stunning. On so many levels that today a politician would ever feel comfortable saying that, and I and I thought about two things. Especially, um, the second was because I knew you were going to be our guest tonight, Bill. The, the first was, you know, why why does she feel comfortable saying that? Right, like that's you know this is what I call Trump virus, and that people feel enabled now to be just as off the charts. Uh, she doesn't. I'm sure she doesn't call herself a racist, right? Let's but,
2: call her by her name, Jean
1: Kramer. Thank you.
3: So let's yeah. shout, there. shout out people to Jean Kramer.
1: <laughs> so people but, know not to <laughs> vote for her. But the other thing, the other thing that I thought about when I heard this story, uh, Bill, is how do you, as a fellow politician, so you're not in Marysville, so you don't, you know, we'd be having a different conversation. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> but but within your you know, political network, Roseville, and and I, I know you interact with other folks throughout Macomb County. How you know you have to deal with that, right? That's a runoff that happens to you, right? You know, if 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 another one of your councilmen said something so outrageous, people would be asking you, well, do you stand behind that? Do you believe what he said, right? I mean,
4: yeah, we, we don't really have a whole lot of issues like that. Years ago, we've had some council members say some stuff that was definitely over the top and shouldn't have been said but we are they gone they retired but, <laughs> yeah. it, but most of it wasn't necessarily on air it was just their mannerism which right. they're no, still, they're not which is still air. which still isn't proper obviously right but to go back to Marysville and all along the water the way there um, St. Clair River all the way up to Lake Huron and I'm not at all justifying it but I would imagine I think it was a problem what she said but she's probably kind of immersed in her community which is probably mostly white not at all justifying it right I mean, 25, 30 years ago, they used to call Clawson the gold community, which was a name for an all-white community. Oh, really? Yeah. That was more of a real estate thing, but... but
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy.
2: Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying... But Who you mentioned used early, to
4: live there? <laughs> but you yeah. mentioned it earlier... I how, lived in Berkeley.
1: How can you, oh, in today's society, right,
4: right, like get away saying stuff like that it's so inappropriate? I don't... Yeah. I, I, we, if we did anything like that in our community, we should certainly apologize and say it was a misstep. Yeah.
0: Well, we were talking about this over at Chinese, and, and Blotto <laughs> had made a point that this kind of stuff, people, politicians in this case, feeling that emboldened, are following the leader. And on a national level, we've got a white supremacist in the White House. Mm-hmm. And so these people are figuring, this is the most powerful dude in the land, maybe the world, supposedly,
1: he right. can do it. I mean, this is not a question to you, Bill, but we kind of feel as though, you know, three years ago she would have never said this. Yeah, you know? and there's other examples of people that that yeah. say things today that shouldn't be said, and we kind of feel it's 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 well, comes from a level of of an uh, of an uh, entitled uh, not enti- emboldened emboldened. That, our emboldened. Our leader in chief may lead people
4: to be more bold on what they say. I, I, I see some of that going on for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I try to stick more local and stay positive, but now that I think about it, I could I definitely see that as now you, happening a little bit. You,
1: you know, we talked about you know mm-hmm. Roseville can be politically very mixed. You said 60, 60 Democrat, but yet it it probably well I don't I don't know that it went Trump, but Macomb County did. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you 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 interact with all walks. Oh, for sure, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean. And so do you feel as though you're fairly well polished now on how to address, you know, a conversation with the Trumpster as well as a conversation with the never-Trumpster versus a conversation with a progressive? Yeah, I think avoidance is the best.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what I would think,
2: um, but no,
4: I, I you have to be careful. And I think we even talked before where I'd, I'd make posts on um, yeah Facebook was, saying was, I went to am in a
1: Democrat meeting
4: and I got lambasted by.
1: I, I know this was this was what about uh, six months ago? Yes. So uh, Fred, you you may not know what he's talking about, no, and, I don't. And, and not nope. So uh, Bill was attending a local Democrat meeting. Mm-hmm. And you are a Democrat, correct? I'm moderate.
0: <laughs> no, I'm a Democrat. Yes, okay, I am.
1: I'm just trying to lay I'm the just, case but, but, why
0: he was at the meeting. I'm just playing with you. But, but, even
1: but even if he wasn't, and I, and I know Bill tries to, you know, uh, uh, have a big tent. Please, everybody. No, I I'm, you know, I'm a little bit have a, a big tense.
4: I try to be less of a people-pleaser, but I try. You, know, okay. you can't
1: be completely in the... So anyway, all of a sudden, like, somebody calls him out for being in this meeting, and then all these other people just start piling on, like, you know, name-calling, practically. It was, it was like 70, 80 comments.
4: Most of them weren't too direct, but it was still kind of kind of vicious,
1: really. Yes, <laughs> about why is Bill, we like you, Bill, you have to be one of us. you got to be, you know, MAGA. It was
3: crazy. You mean they wanted you not to be Democrat?
1: Right. Yes, well, sure. they didn't want him to... Well... See, that's the funny thing about Roosevelt. Because they could even be Democrats. They didn't want him to be aligning himself with Democrats at this moment in time in politics. Okay. Is that a fair way to say
4: it? I think that's... I mean, it could go all over. But yeah, it's probably the most fair.
1: for sure. this, At this point in time, mm-hmm. because at this point in time, this is where those once Democrats see something else happening from the party of Trump. I still don't even think that they're really Republicans, unless you go to that one-issue vote. But I don't really think them they, they see themselves necessarily as Republicans. And, you know, as much as they feel like the Democrats have let them down, mm-hmm. there's... There's no way they can believe, in my opinion, that the Republicans have helped lift them up.
3: Yeah, that's for sure. I mean,
1: that's that's the corollary, right? If you feel like the Democrats have left you let you down, do you believe that Republicans have helped you? Because what what you were going to say? Anything, it, yeah? Well,
3: you do you think you were set up? I mean, was really? I, <laughs> I mean, was ambushed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was. I just
4: well, I've been in politics for 21 years at this position, yes. and I, I, nothing surprises me. But it that one did. It, it, it's it, there's two sides of Trump and non-Trump is so animated, it's crazy. I really try. I don't avoid, but I don't <laughs> jump in either because it's it's not an easy situation.
1: Because it, it, it because it's it become it's become uh, emotional. It does, yeah. Yeah, you know it, it 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 goes past policies, and that's that's the national part of this, right? You know, when we talk with people, you 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 start to go past. Mummy, if you want more beer. <laughs> no, I, didn't want, I didn't I
3: didn't want, I didn't
1: want. Re- remember she said I probably won't. I now want, I see her, you I know, lifting my, my pint. I didn't want to cough. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it, it, you know, now you 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 see, you know, uh, how divisive it can be and and that's where even on the local level.
4: Oh, well, yes, I mean p- people like to bring that out for sure. Hmm. I mean, it's caused I don't know if I want to bring this up. I guess I will. That one local party a schoolmate of ours had and that, that, that. Was kid, that political in nature? The kid that got shot, yeah. had a Trump T-shirt on. Really? Yeah, but I don't want to go too much on it because right, right. But I mean that's ridiculous too. And still, and that young, one kid's dead. The other kid's in jail. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's
4: it, it was probably more propelled by just that, but it didn't. It was a.
1: Propaganda. I didn't. I, I, I didn't realize that there was a tinge of, of, of politics in that instance. And I'm not even hundred
4: percent sure he had the T-shirt, but there was definitely some conversation going on. So, right. That's the rumor, because I, I, I don't have fact, so I should be careful. Well,
1: I'll about tell it. you what. I've never heard any other motive for what what that incident was about. Yeah. So I mean, there was.
4: There was. It's definitely not a good situation. So I mean, it, and that happened in Roseville.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least in the '80s, they were shooting you in Detroit over your T-shirt. I mean, over your tennis, tennis shoes, shirt. right? Yeah, some Air yeah. so now it's your T-shirt, right? <laughs> your MAGA hat. Yes, yes, yeah. not funny.
4: So I, I don't know where it's going. How is is going to grow or continue? You're right. You mentioned some earlier. We should be more concerned about policies and and what's you know the
1: actual function of the government, and not. But it's really it's got a, It's it's. I know it's hard for you to avoid. Uh, it, the, yeah. the national scene, right? I mean. Oh, it's impossible you, to totally avoid for sure. Yeah, we don't. How often do you get asked,
4: are you a Democrat or Republican? Surprisingly, not as much as you think.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people don't want to go there either.
4: Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there are people from both sides that are really emotional and animated about it, and that's where I get it most, the, the far left, the far right. Yeah. But in general... I don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: could, that statement you just made, could you have made that statement four years ago? Where you're getting it from the far left and the far right? No, Obama?
1: it didn't exist. That, that See, that's really that That's, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. It's like,
0: you didn't have to deal with this stuff before, even though you've been in politics for 21
1: years. How right. many times have you been reelected? I'm in my wow that's a honestly timely. honestly it's my sixth no, honestly, term, sixth term. <laughs> yeah so yeah there's obviously a case we made for term limits in roseville <laughs> i'm a prime example of
4: it <laughs> and as we would say there's always term limits there's an election every that's four years right. no I, and i actually
1: do agree with that i i i'm not opposed to term limits uh on the national level mm-hmm. um but i also believe that we you know if people vote and, and exercise their their vote and uh um, are that passionate about things, and then we can decide those term limits. I'm not. Transparency, people
4: get more involved. I hope the elections do become more of a factor because um, I think I do a good job, but it's definitely a fact that you've been in office for a while. You do have an upper hand in elections.
0: You know, we were talking about um, because of our lack of leadership, the example he's setting, and people feeling more emboldened since we're speaking of roseville there there's people from roseville that we as a group fight with like on social media and stuff like it i've known those people most of my life Mm -hmm. and i never saw those characteristics in them before this election In in, in 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 it's like i'm starting to think to myself am i a bad judge of character is it me
1: did it not- it's the upside down i, I guess it, I, I really but think these it's just people the upside down are, world. are
0: being given license to, for their dark angel or whatever people like to say to come out and just be total assholes about it the 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 hate fro- flows freely it seems and i've got my 40th class year reunion this year and i was thinking about it there's a Normally, you would look forward to seeing people. I can only think of probably on one hand the people I want to see, and I graduated I, 400 people. I'm not sure you want to go, right? I oh, mean. I'm going to go, but I'm going to be packing heat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a good Democrat. <laughs> um, I mean, really, you know, are, are you surprised, Billy? Well, I was
4: surprised. going to mention that some of the animation and emotion does overflow and people having an hate and it's I don't understand that and you've been and these are a, people I know and I, right that's what I'm saying you, and, the, you,
1: people you've known all your life have, have, and, have changed and, and I you
4: know I see the most mo, you know the most I see this type of stuff going on is social media and I said it once I'll say it again I don't try to jump into these conversations because they're usually become a disaster but it does happen and social media is probably the main
1: focus where I see all this so do you think that social media has also contributed to the national division I'm sure it has. I mean, Starting it just intensifies everything. Wrong. I mean, now- it's an excellent, excellent tool for it.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it's,
0: it's an excellent s- tool for it to spew your own hate. It's an excellent.
3: But do you think the Trumpsters spew mm-hmm. more hate than the Democrats?
4: Now, to be fair, I do see some bad eggs on the Democrat side too. So, I mean, to be fair, I think it's.
1: I, I don't. I, mean, I don't like how you phrased the question. Okay, let yeah, it
3: then.
1: I. I think it depends on how you're characterizing the hate, Um, right wing news sources peddle much more hate than mainstream media news sources. So the Breitbart's, the epochs, the, 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 those, those organizations, if you look at their headlines, if you look at their captions, if you look at the way they, they write things, they definitely peddle fear and hate. Now, when you're talking about, say, you have a article from, you know, uh, uh, AP or the Atlantic or Reuters, which is very much down the middle. I'm staying away from the CNNs and the MSNBCs MS, right now. And you go to those middle of the road places, then I believe what happens is you can get into a tet for tat kind of conversation on both sides and you can have equal kind of bashing in those comments
3: well, from, yeah,
1: so, so I, think the, the, I think a lot of the hate starts from right-wing news sources
3: I guess I guess I wasn't saying it right because Fred Fred um, I think he was talking about people he knew and I've I have myself witnessed this from maybe eight really really couples that I have known for ages and I would say before these people are the salt of the earth, raised good children, <laughs> mm-hmm. and did all that, and now I hear the most absurd yeah. things about them. Until a lot of our couples we stepped away from because it's so awful and it's so sad. It is so sad.
1: And I think that that starts with them buying into that right wing media hate. That's what I think. My it, that's what starts.
3: I haven't, no, just myself, so I can speak myself, I haven't heard Democrats say these same things. Like, be that. And I
0: think by nature, it's not in us. Because Uh I was was raised in a household where my dad was Archie Bunker incarnate. Mm -hmm. I was brought up in a very (sighs) racially charged, prejudiced home and heard it all Mm -hmm. the way up to my 20s. But... I choose not to go that way at this point in my life, regardless of how bad it gets out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the difference. If you know... I think
1: it's part of a character I look at it this way. I think as well. I And, you know, this is where there's lots of projection on the side of, again, I just will call them Trumpsters, is I deal... I try and deal strictly with policy and facts. And, you know... They take it to a whole other emotional level about, you know, America, you know, Obama, Clinton. Mm-hmm. well there, and but mm-hmm. just America not being as, you know, white or whatever, right? I mean, you know, they don't say that, but you know, with immigration and all of that, they some do, you know, that's up some, some do, right? But mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but but they're, you know, they're much more quickly to go to that emotional level of things that becomes irrational, and um, you know, I, I just. You know, it's interesting. Like I'll just, you know, post a story out there. Sometimes I put it, my own comment on it or not, and it's just a factual story. But you can see how it triggers people. Right. Yep. Yeah. You, you know that, and um, you know the only time I ever get quote unquote triggered is <laughs> when you know somebody p- puts out some someone that I know. So I don't I don't do it for for people I don't know. Uh, put some outlandish meme out there that is just you know. You know, just packed with lies, and then i was, and then, and then all I'm going to do is I'm not going to say, oh, you know, you're such an a-hole for doing this. I'm going to say, Here, here's the facts behind that meme.
2: That's what gets That's me too. Is everything on the internet is at your fingertips? It takes thirty seconds to fact-check this meme that you want to share. See what's actually legitimate or not before <laughs> <Right>. pressing share. <laughs> right, that's right. a great idea. That's yeah.
1: really a great it,
3: thing. Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't take. I, like I follow some now. of your
2: post below, and you always said
4: you always said the facts right. I try <laughs> and get the facts right, <laughs> and, but thanks. And, but you're, you're strong and you're debating
1: because you got it right, and these people aren't taking the time, like you said. Uh, well, I think one of the most uh, important comments that I made to to our our friend that we argue with quite a bit not too long ago was, "I'm not a progressive." And so, therefore, I believe all of these progressive and democratic principles, it's that it's the other way around. Like, these are the principles that I hold true. And it just so happens that Democrats align best with those values. You know, I I didn't I didn't say, oh, I have to be a Democrat. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm not I'm not beholden to any label. Right. It's just that I've done the research your turnaround, Fred, right? You've done the research and then you say, you know, this are the principles that I believe and, and and it better aligns with this set of politics than this set of politics. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent, but it's 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 there. So so hey, I I, I don't know uh, uh, if there's anything else you wanted to add here, uh, uh We I kinda wanna let you guys we're to wrap it up. up. I
4: just appreciate the opportunity to come out. Um, Make a point on Roosevelt. We got an election this year, and there's three um, council members running for re-election with no opponents. So I think that's kind of like, what's going on there?
1: <laughs> what is going on there? Nobody easy. wants to be a council. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants
4: to be on politics in Roseville. Is it really know. that
1: hard to to, to run? I, I mean, yeah. I don't.
4: I mean, we thought with some of the issues this past year it would be some competition. I, I'm not sure how it came out that way, but that's where we are. They get a free ride. I don't have a problem with that. You know. And then and then
1: you, you uh, two years from now? I'm up in two years, yes. Two, so it was at 21 or yes, 22, tw- 20 21.
4: Yes. All right. So.
1: so but no, I just appreciate that. I always for remember you. a vote for Shoe is a vote, vote for, for you. you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we really appreciate it, yes, Billy. You. And, uh, you know, hopefully we didn't get you in any trouble even mm-hmm. over that tax thing.
4: <laughs> I
1: think we're pretty serious. You're really going to raise
0: taxes <laughs> that much? He's going to cut taxes. That's I'm what gonna, Your
1: constituents had no
2: idea. That's going to be show title. I'm only, only going to raise it so much. Uh, <laughs> show title Roseville Taxes Being Raised. Uh, by Bill Shaman. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, all right.
4: Well, Pottom's right up to right Bill. Up, Bill, thanks for coming. Thank you.
2: So much. Coming thank uh, you're
4: welcome. Uh, Out.
0: Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby